but they just gave me little glimpses and they said that the world is changing and that many people will be waking up to their spiritual life and to who they truly are. And they wanted me to experience what it was like for people to um, be in this 3D reality, but yet also having these experiences um, and to see what people go through. So oftentimes people are told they have mental illness or they are having a breakdown or they are, you know, need to be on medication, uh, that they're having psychosis. And, um, and I knew what was happening to me was so real. It was a thousand times more real than this reality. And it was so Good morning, everyone. This is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing here on Four Soul Illumination with my friend, Catherine Chappie. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Kathy. So happy to be here with yeah, you. Yeah. So, so we're both Catherine's, but I'm K-A-T-H-R-Y-N and you're a C. And I used to make fun about C's that C's. Well, well, I'm not only a C, I'm a C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. I know. I'm, we're talking to royalty today. <laughs> <laughs> it's so perfect. So I am so excited to have you here. Um, and I want the audience to know a little bit about you. Um, I'm going to find, oops, it's right here. Um, I'm So you're a reverend and you... Um, are an ordained inner spiritual minister, certified spiritual counselor, spiritualist medium, healer, and a trance channel for the Council of Light. You're also uh, do QHHT, which is a um, a modality of of hypnotherapy that was started by Dolores Cannon, and um, I think more and more people are discovering Dolores Cannon now. So you you knew about it probably before all of us. And, but you also, I met you through the near death experience group and from UFO and um, ET contact um, groups. And so I just can't wait to hear about your insights and your way that you're bringing all of these beautiful, it's almost making paranormal and spirituality useful by the combination of how you put all of these things together. So welcome. Welcome. Thank you. So happy to be here with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been exciting. Uh, the last uh, couple of years, especially uh, with, with everything that's happening um, with zoom and people getting together and meeting each other and, um, I just, I'm so excited about it. Uh, I feel like it's just opening up all new doors and opportunities for people to really become who they really are and what they want to presence in the world. So um, I'm, I feel really blessed, really blessed to be part of this. Me so, too. Me yeah. too. So, so let's talk about your perspective of soul because being an ordained, ordained minister and also 
working with the near death, you you're uh, actually a support part of the support structure for the mm -hmm. IONS group, um, where you actually hold um, support uh, meetings for people that are processing their mis their integration of the bigger picture of life that they've just experienced. And then you also have this incredible uh, connection to the um, bigger galactic sphere. So, so when you when we're asking you about soul, you're looking at a much much more expanded viewpoint of soul. So, could you share a little bit about your perspective of that? And then we'll ask. I'll sure I'll have tons of questions afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it's it's hard to know where to start because um, my whole life I've had spiritually transformative experiences. And so as a young child, I, I knew that I was not just this body, just from having out-of-body experiences, um, also being frozen in my bed and not being able to move, but being aware there was a presence around me. So I think those early experiences, and there were many um, experiences where I, I really should have died, like I, I, I almost didn't even survive being born. I was in an incubator for over a month. Um, and then other things that happened to me as a young kid and then into adolescence um, where I, I, I look back and I say, how did I survive that, you know? Um, but as I got older, I started to um, just be curious about my, about, you know, what the world and this life is really about and just, um, I started to have these experiences with the spirit world and a friend of mine had died uh, tragically. He committed suicide. Uh, this was a gentleman that I had worked with and I was describing something about him and his memorial service and something that happened. And then all of a sudden he walked right in front of me and he looked just like you and I, he did not look like a spirit and he looked over at me because he knew I was defending him as I was talking about something that happened and kind of tell me, yeah, I know, I know what's going on. Then he showed up in my dreams and told me he was fine and, and he was happy and he just was glowing. So uh, doors opened up synchronistically. I ended up in a spiritualist church, which I didn't even know there was such a thing. A friend of mine found it and just told me about it. Um, and then I ended up there and I, 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 I started to really delve into my mediumship and, and, and using it as service in helping others because I really felt um, that, you know, with my own experience, my grandpa started coming to me and he was giving me some guidance about one of my children that I was having some challenges with. And so that was so helpful and beneficial in my life. And I wanted that for others too. I wanted them to know that there was more than just this life and that when our loved ones die, they're not gone. We can still communicate with them. So once I started to sit in circle, I was at the spirituals church um, doing messages at the podium and um, also thinking I was gonna become a spiritualist minister, which I, I did not, but um, I learned about healing, spiritual healing. And, um, and I also uh, did mediumship uh, for people. And it was wonderful. I love doing that. Um, but once I learned how to meditate and quiet my mind, uh, that's when everything really opened up for me. And so I, I was resistant at first because I found it challenging to quiet that monkey mind, you know, 
But once I just really did it and I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And the medium that was you know, teaching us, he would take us on guided meditations. And, and I found that really helpful to have something to focus on, you know, and the first spirit I saw was, um, was a horse, which is really kind of funny in that guided meditation. And I thought, this is really interesting, you know? So I kept at it and, um, you know, we would ask to meet our spirit guides and, and, um, I saw my spirit guides, uh, the bottom of a robe and her foot. And then I would go home and also meditate and ask to meet my spirit guides. And one morning they all started coming to me one after another, after another, after another. And I was having all now prior to that, I was being taken out of body. I was being taken to, um, I knew what it was like to be part of the trees, part of the ocean. I knew that my Leland Cypress trees were here. They were alive. I was one with them and they were protecting me. I felt like they were really protecting my land. Um, and I was feeling this oneness with God and this beautiful bliss that just permeated every cell of my being and more. I mean, it was infinite, the love that I felt. Um, but then when I was meeting my guides and they were coming to me one after another, and I was merging with different beings, um, I was doing yoga in my bed and I don't, I don't do yoga in this lifetime. <laughs> so I was going into spontaneous yoga poses and I was like in two worlds at once. And, um, I was talking to uh, my guides. I was seeing my loved ones in the spirit world and communicating with them. And they were um, preparing me. They were telling me they were working with me uh, and preparing me for the future. Um, and the people around me at the time, my family got really afraid because they thought I went a little out of it, my mind, because I was talking to God and my guides and, you know, my relatives that were deceased and they were concerned, you know? And so um, I was in two worlds at once. I didn't really have the support here in the 3D reality, but I had so much support and guidance with the um, spirit worlds. And so um, they were telling me this, my, my guides were saying they, this was an initiation and they were preparing me or they didn't want to tell me too much because they don't want to give too much information because it could scare you out of your future stuff. But they just gave me little glimpses and they said that the world is changing and that many people will be waking up to their spiritual life and to who they truly are. And they wanted me to experience what it was like for people to um, be in this 3D reality, but yet also having these experiences um, and to see what people go through. So oftentimes people are told they have mental illness or they are having a breakdown or they are, you know, need to be on medication, uh, that they're having psychosis. And, um, and I knew what was happening to me was so real. It was a thousand times more real than this reality. And it was so beautiful that there was no way it could be any of those things. So um, I just was so curious and I said, well, what am I going to be doing? What am I going to be doing? And, and I said, am I going to be like helping the church or what? Like, and they said, well, 
a little bit, but you know, there's other things you're going to be doing. You'll see, you'll see. And they said, you know, you're going to be helping people um, to heal and they're going to be uh, searching for, um, they're going to be searching for uh, answers and people are going to be scared. They're going to be told that they're going crazy, especially they said in your part of the world where this, you know, type of experience is not as accepted and as it is in other parts of the world. So, so I was like, okay, thank you. You know, and then after that calmed down and that took a while, I was in that state for, for a while. Um, I started to research online and I, you know, all of my experiences were like having a near death experience without having a near death experience. Right. So I'm researching to see what happened to me and there was a lot more to it. I'm just kind of touching on, on different points, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I heard about this uh, word Kundalini awakening. And this is what I, I believe I experienced a full, um, you know, I wasn't trying to do that. I was just asking to meet my guides. And then what happened to me was my consciousness expanded and I was, I was in total bliss and love and I was one with God. And um, yeah, it was just amazing. So um so I knew who it was to be who I really am. And I felt when I was in that state, like I'm gonna be, this is who I am. I'm gonna be this way forever, you know? And then I came back to earth <laughs> and I describe it. It was kind of like, womp, womp, womp. You know? like coming back down, like, womp. and then you get back down to earth and you're like, what the heck? And it's not all, you know, rainbows and unicorns. You know, there's a lot of things that, I really had to work on and I had to figure out, you know, what was right for me, what was good for, you know, my journey and my path and my spiritual life. And um, so I had to do a lot of clearing and healing and working on, on, on patterns that had been not only in me, but in my family line for generations and generations. And um, I had a lot of help with that, with my spirit team. And I'm very, very blessed. Um, and then in 2016, they started coming here more in the 3D reality. So I was having a lot of contact with different beings. Um, they were coming in different uh, forms. Um, some were morphing out of my ceiling. Some were showing up in my room, in my yard, over my home. I was able to film them and document. And um, one of the things I've been doing since, you know, I really started on my spiritual path is uh, documenting everything that I can. And so I, I video tape, I, I take pictures, I journal, I journal my synchronicities, my dreams, my spiritual experiences. I'm also a, a trans channel for the Council of Light which is a collective of beings that are um, not only interdimensional beings that are uh, so so loving and heart-centered, but they're also masters, guides, angels, and God, and, and, and part of my higher self. So we're all, we're all connected. It's like we're, we're all part of this big, huge bubble of love. And they, they come through me in a way where, um, Oh, so many ways through the, like the photography, the videos, um, the, um, they speak through me, 
and I, uh, I record it because I don't often remember what they say because I, I can remember like a subject matter, but I can't remember what they, what they're actually saying. Um, but I was, I started to channel them in 2016 and, um, they helped me through a very, very profound, um, healing journey since from 2016 on to about, uh, you know, right up to this day, they're still helping me, but I, I had to go through some really, really challenging stuff uh, for, for a good uh, six years or so. Well, I really think that um, what you're doing with helping people for IONS and also for your experiencer group, for your ET experiencer group, is that your, um, your journey of integrating the big um visible the big picture or the um the expanded view of reality um and you were able to integrate it and i imagine we're still all still integrating it because there's so much more than i mean it never stops right <laughs> but but so you're so do you find that um you're using some of those talents when you're working with these people, because the, I had a, um, I, 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 as you know, my story, I um, started at eight, really knowing that there was lots of other things going on. Um, and then um, I, at probably, well, I guess it was 17, uh, 20 years ago, I want to say, I had a spiritually transformative experience that was so out of context for this reality that I still wake up every morning thinking about it. And yeah. so um, I, I really appreciate that you've got the skills and the desire because not everyone will listen. That That's a skill. Yeah. Listen without planning to, to the rebuttal, <laughs> right? Right, right. Well, one of the things I discovered um, through my um quantum healing hypnosis training. I love people. I love hearing about people's journeys because they're so different. Everybody is so unique and people have been through some really challenging things in life. And I just am amazed. I'm always amazed at people's stories. So I just, that always excited me. As soon as I heard Dolores Cannon's name, I was, I was like, who is that? You know, and then when someone told me about her, I thought, wow, that's I have to learn that technique because what she does is she she um, developed this hypnosis technique where people can get in touch with their higher self. And that's uh, generally when we're in between wake and sleep. So when you're just falling asleep, just before you fall asleep and or just as you're waking up. So I had been um, using that time in the morning, especially right, right as I'm waking up to really connect with my higher self and ask questions. And I would be getting a lot of information and a lot of uh, symbols and, um, you know, uh, transmissions and things like that from, from God, from my higher self, my team. And so when I heard Dolores was working with this state of mind or this state of being um, with her hypnosis technique, I knew it was truth. And I knew, I said, I have to learn that. So I went and I I, uh, I I I actually went to Arkansas in 2014 and and learned her technique from her 
directly before she passed. Wow. And I wish I would have known to do that. That That is amazing. So, so you, you have been directed to do all this and then the council of light came in, right? So, so are they connected to Dolores's? Oh, or oh, def definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, I, I wasn't directed. I was more, it, I, I just kind of had a knowing, like I have to learn this as soon as I heard about her, I just knew. And I had been learning other healing techniques like Reiki and all different types of healing techniques. But once I heard that, I knew it was something I needed to, to well, inquire about. The reason why I said that it was, a, I, I feel like um, we get memos, we get downloads, and sometimes yeah. we react to them. And most people don't. Um, yeah. But there's something about um, your journey and my journey that we, we just had total trust in the beings that were around us more than the 3D. And yeah. I think that's what freaked people out. Yes. Is, uh, how do you know that? I don't know how I know that. I just know it. And I right. trust that. Yeah. So so um, could you talk a little bit about trust? Because I think that a lot of what you're doing for um, guiding other people in, in, in your leadership role and, um, and your leadership role now going to be even expanded at IONS, um, your trust is a big part of it because people have to learn. It's almost a skill to learn, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there have been times in my life where I haven't trusted that guidance and boy, did I pay, boy, did I pay a price. And, um, it's, it's not that I, you know, anybody was trying to get back at me. It's just that I, you know, when I'm in alignment with my heart's desire, with what my true destiny is, with what my higher self, you know, and I chose to come to earth to do, then, you know, doors open, things happen, synchronicity, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But when I don't pay, when I don't listen to that, or I don't trust that guidance that I'm getting, that internal knowing, um, yeah, things happen in a, in a much different way. And, and um, I have had gone through some really uh, serious depressions and things like that in my lifetime too, where I wasn't honoring uh, my my soul and and who I, who I truly am so it's a real good indicator for me when I start to feel that feeling of like oh you know it's hard it's so hard to be here and oh, da, 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 then I know okay I have to do it's up to me to do something different it's up to me to change you know what I'm paying attention to what I'm focusing on and that's why one of the things that I found so beneficial in my life was to journal and document uh, also my gratitude. You know, I started a gratitude, um, three three things a day that I'm grateful. If I start to feel like, oh, it's getting hard to be here, you know, I do my gratitude three things a day. I write it down and I keep that little list. Um, but the dreams, everything, you know, synchronicities and what I pay attention to grows. That's what I know. So yeah. when I'm paying attention to the negative, that's what's growing in my life. When I'm paying attention to the positive, that's what's growing in my life. Okay, so I have a question that might be a little hard. <laughs> um, so in the um, areas of emphasis where you're volunteering and you're doing leadership, 
there is a possibility to have people that are um, not honest. Um, there are people that are saying that they had a near-death experience and they they fabricated it. And they also the ET um, uh, contact, there's mm -hmm. a lot of um, people that you sort of, well, it's, it's, it's similar in both, where you sort of go, hmm, something doesn't feel right about it. How mm -hmm. do you handle that? Or... Or have you seen it first? And then how do you handle it? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I have I have seen that. And, you know, it, it depends on the situation. You know, there have been situations where I, I really had to step back from the person who was I knew was really doing that, taking other people's, you know, stories and then making it into their own. Um, so I, I, I I try not to um, be involved with 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 that. Um, but then, if there is somebody in a group that is, you know, maybe a little, maybe a little off, you know, I try to, I try to, I try to understand that they've been through challenges and that their life has been, you know, it's, you know, everybody's on their own path and on their own journey, and eventually they'll get it. Eventually, they will understand um about integrity and honesty and truth and i just i just pray for them and um i think like attracts like so when you're in when you are around people that are authentic and really having these experiences you just kind of feel it and then you know maybe the maybe people that aren't really experiencers but are you know making things up or exaggerating whatever tend to gravitate towards each other and they kind of form their own bubble of, you uh, know. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's a good, that's a good way to do it. I, I just have to say that I test on, um, and sometimes I still had a lesson to mm -hmm. learn by being with the people that um, they whatever but I and not of course everything's a lesson and yeah. and we have to look for the lesson so yeah. we don't have to keep repeating the lesson but <laughs> but no I I I know that when um I go to the ions events in person I've been to six of them I think or seven of them now six I think um and some of two of them were online but the rest of them were in person when you walk in there's this like field change mm -hmm. and so it's so obvious when people are playing in that field the yeah. ones that so the the researchers may not they may have an experience of it but it's different than the experiencers who mm -hmm. their sensitivity is and expanded right and um and so there is like playground it's like home i i felt like home when wow. I walked into it and I've the only other place I've really felt that is Sedona. When mm -hmm. you walk into a vortex, I mean, I, I'll go into the mountains here in Colorado and you'll feel uh, fear. You'll feel the um, fairies or elementals or you'll, you'll feel a change of higher frequency with the trees and everything. But but um, Sedona, or I actually cried when I walked into one of them, and it's almost the same as the ions. And um, and what you're doing is you're doing that kind of field on Zoom. 
where you're creating space spaceship Zoom, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're um, what what I'm doing is I'm actually um, creating a community of people that are either experiencers and they know they're experiencers, or they are very very interested in these kind of experiences. And I often find that people are very interested and open to these experiences are often experiencers. It's just, they don't know it. So they'll, they'll sometimes tell a story and it's like, you're an experiencer, but they don't realize it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's funny to see that light bulb go off once they're, they're in the, in the zoom room and they're hearing other people's stories and then they share something. They'll say, Oh, I'm not an experiencer, but this happened to me. And it's like, you are an experiencer, you know? Uh -oh. so, yeah. Well, it's really cool. I really like the idea that they um, can learn. Well, part of my benefit of being with all these groups is language um, because the capacity to explain mystical experiences is an art. I mean, there's Rumi poems and there's the great philosophers tried, but um, there's some of these people that are in the experience, the UFO experiencer and the ET, uh, excuse me, and the N uh, NDE experiencers and spiritually transformative experiencers that have a capacity to explain that that sense of connection with your heart with all that is that you just get a glimpse of it and then there's a yearning for more and for our listeners if you haven't had that part of the way to get that is through meditation correct Yes. So are there other tools that you use besides meditation that you could yeah. share? Because I, I want people that if they're curious about this, um, yeah. not just um, don't, there's ways for you. Everyone has a capacity to, to reconnect to who they really are. Everyone Absolutely. does. You Absolutely. wouldn't be here during this time of this huge evolution of our planet and solar system if <laughs> if you didn't have the ticket. So, so could you talk a little bit about what you do? Yeah. Um, well, what I do, I mean, I do different things, but, um, you know, the journaling is really, um, important to me also. Um, you know, if you're, if you're somebody that has a hard time meditating, um, there are so many different ways you can meditate. You can walk, and meditate. You can run and meditate. Uh, you can do art. I, I also do art myself, and I find it very, very meditative. I actually, um, some of the things I do is I draw mandalas, and they just kind of come through me, and that has been very healing and very transformative for me. Um, any kind of art, you know, it, it's just the creative process, writing, uh, automatic writing, which some people are afraid of, but if you call you call in the light, you call in God and your team that works with you, and we all have a team, um, that whatever comes through you and you start to write that down, uh, you'll know your automatic writing when you almost can't keep up with the writing and uh, you, you don't really even remember what you wrote and then you have to read it afterwards. So uh, the other thing that I do is I, I channel. So I, I talked about that earlier. Um, I just go within my my own um, heart and I connect. 
I have, um, you know, I do like a light language through my heart and my hands, and that automatically connects me to God and my team. And then I just hear them. Uh, they just, they always start out with, we are here. And then they speak, they speak through me and they've given me so much guidance and love. And, um, they, you know, they assure me all the time that they are always with me, just a breath away. So all I need to do is focus on the breath and just connect and the heart, the breath and the heart. And then um, I, I protect myself by making a tube of light that goes straight up to, um, to God. And then it goes all the way down into the center of the earth for grounding. And then I bring that tight to my body. And then I, and it's automatic. It doesn't take long. Um, but I did start doing that in 2016. And that's when, um, you know, a lot of it opened up here for me with the different beings. And they've been with me all my life. And it was really wasn't until I was in my early 40s and that I really started to understand more my connection with the spirit world and God. I always knew I was connected and I always knew I had a connection, but I just didn't really delve into it until I was, um, you know, older, raising, you know, after raising my children and working full time and doing all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I understand that. And the, also the, the quest for joy after you fulfilled all of the societal norms of, you know, do go to college or get married, have the kids, what, whatever your, your culture suggested, you do all of that and they go, what else is there? This can't be all there is. Yes. And and then it go you have to go inside. Catherine, with all these people waking up now, which you obviously we're we're here as part of the support structure for that. Mm -hmm. What would you say about people struggling to get balance between the spiritual side and this re chaotic reality? Um and and if if you're the Council of Ten has given you any ideas about it too. That would be really helpful for the listeners to know um, uh, uh, processes or any any advice. Yeah. Um, well, they're uh, they're the Council of Light. <laughs> I just I wanted to just that's how they um, introduce themselves to me. And yeah, I mean they're here for everyone. You know, there are no special beings here like everybody can do this everybody can tap into their own um their own inner divinity and their own connection to god source divine higher power um and you know it's different for everybody and so we we just have to uh ask really for guidance ask for um, you know, if you're not sure how to start, just ask, you know, before you go to sleep, I find that's a really good thing for me to do too, because sometimes in my life, if I've been confused about something or not, you know, sure, if I ask before I go to sleep for, for me to be shown in a dream and make sure that I remember it. Or um, to just show me, give me signs, give me symbols, you know, 
are, are what I found is that um, the whole world can become like a, a almost like a playground in a way where we're getting signs, symbols. I mean, I have had so many different animals show up here in my backyard and I, I'm backed up to a highway. So they find their way here. I have a little strip of woods behind my house and then a highway. Um, I've had deer, I've had hawks, I've had uh, turtles, salamanders, uh, ducks that land in my pool. Um, Oh, I can go on and on. Monarch butterflies, uh, all different kinds of butterflies and birds. and But animals also come with messages. And um, if we trust our inner connection and our intuitive knowing, um, we will get what we need. So I generally don't look to the books for understanding about why this particular animal is here. I generally ask for it's you know intuitive guidance about why or what that has to do with what's happening in my life and i will then understand it so it's learning about ourselves it's learning about our own what works for each one of us because we are so different and we're all having a totally different experience you know and that's why i find human beings so amazing is because we're all living in our own little uh microcosm right of the world but we're all in the same macro we're all here but we're all living different lives and on different journeys but we're all connected to source and so we're all able to do that i love that i love it because it's uh your hologram and my hologram are together right now and the co-creation is really expanding consciousness so well um catherine we're out of time we'll have to do this again but um i want to make sure that everyone knows how they can reach you and how they can participate and get to learn more about you. So will you share, please? Yes, I um, I want to go over quickly what I'm doing right now. So I have uh, three different groups that I offer on Tuesday evenings. The first one is the first Tuesday of the month called Safe Space Sharing Group. And that's for anyone who's had any kind of spiritually transformative experience, UFO, ET, um, NDE, any of those and um, those, you can just uh, contact me at safespacesharing at gmail.com. I have another group on the second Tuesday of the month, and they're all 7 o'clock Eastern time. Um, and it is called UFO ET Experiencers. It is a speaker question and answer group. And people in the Zoom room can have uh, the opportunity to ask questions uh, once the speaker is done sharing their story, which is really, really a lot of fun. And um, that you can reach me and I can send you the registration. It's UFO ET experiencers at gmail.com. <laughs> and then the third one is called spiritual experiencers. And that is on the fourth Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern. And that's also a Zoom meeting. And it is a speaker question and answer also. So, and you can reach me at spiritualexperiencers at gmail.com for that one. But any of those three emails, you can reach me and I would be happy to send you the links to any or all of those meetings. Uh, one more thing, I uh, just started a group with IANS, International Association for Near-Death Studies, and they just started a new sharing group, which I am facilitating alongside with Daniel Endy. And that group is called UFO slash ET slash NDE. 
and I like to say slash S-T-E, but right. that's not in there. Um, <laughs> and that is, you can reach, you can sign up for that. That's the first Wednesday of the month. It is a monthly group, sharing group. And that is at 7 p.m. Eastern time. You can find that when you go to the IANDS, I-A-N-D-S dot org, and you go to um, uh, groups and events on top. And then once you go to group and events, go to sharing groups and click on that. Wait a couple seconds because it takes a couple seconds to open up. And then you'll see a list of all the different groups. Wow. You can sign up for any of their sharing groups. I'm also a facilitator for their regular sharing groups. So Yes, and I can highly recommend all of these. Catherine's an incredible facilitator. And they, um, it's very lovingly presented. Everything is... is um, given with your education and upliftment in mind. So, well, thank you, Catherine. So we'll have to do this again, but thank you so much. And uh, congratulations on the incredible work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy, for having me. And I just so enjoyed being here with you and, and getting the word out about um, all of us coming together now. And it's just such exciting times. And I, I invite anybody who has an interest in this or has had experiences to please come and be part of these groups. Yes. Um, we, we really do have a healing that happens, just being able to share our stories because so many of us have not been able to do that right. for so long. So it's so important. So thank you, Kathy. Thank you, dear. Bye-bye.